There was a time when none of this existed. Who brought this into existence? Who did? Allah. Allah asks us, Alam naj'alil arda? Did we not make the earth as a mihad? So if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can create this once, can He not resurrect people? Can He not do that? All of these verses over here, what are they proving? His perfect ability. So, O oh people, stop wondering. Stop wondering and start preparing. Because, إِنَّ يَوْمَ الْفَصْلِ كَانَ مِيقَاتًا Indeed, the day of judgment, كَانَ مِيقَاتًا It is an appointed time. يَوْمَ الْفَصْلِ The day of separation. The day when people will be separated based on what? On their race? Yeah? Based on the time that they lived in? Based on their money? Their economic or their social status in the world? No. Based on what? Based on their deeds. يَوْمَ الْفَصْلِ Great distances will appear between people. People who were in love might be enemies on that day. People who were related might be complete strangers on that day. People who were friends might be running away from each other that day. إِنَّ يَوْمَ الْفَصْلِ كَانَ مِيقَاتًا It is miqat. What is miqat? When the time for something is fixed. Or the place. You see, miqat, when you're going for hajj, when you're going for umrah, what is the miqat? When you arrive at that place, it is time to put your ihram on. Correct? So, the day of judgment is a time that is fixed. You differ about this day. You wonder about this day. You are amazed. And so you just keep talking, inquiring about it. Well, the time is fixed already. Are you still uncertain? يَوْمَ يُنْفَخُ فِي الصُّورِ It is the day when the trumpet will be blown. يُنْفَخُ It will be blown فِي الصُّورِ In the horn, in the trumpet. فَتَأْتُونَ أَفْوَاجَ So all of you will come. How? أَفْوَاجَ As multitudes. Afwaj is the plural of the word fawj. And fawj, yes, it's used for an army, but not just an army. It is used for a force, a large group of people, because that is what an army is. It's not just two, three people, right? It's thousands of them. So fata'tuna afwaja, you will come in multitudes, in groups, diverse groups, group after group, nation after nation, people after people. But how? In large numbers. Because not even a single human being will be missing from that gathering. وَفُتِحَتِ السَّمَاءِ And the sky will be opened up. فَكَانَتْ أَبْوَابًا So it will be like abwab, gateways. Florida of the word bab. And who will come forth? The angels will. وَسُيِّرَتِ الْجِبَالِ And the mountains will be سُيِّرَتْ What does سُيِّرَتْ mean? Set in motion. Sayyid is to travel. And when you're traveling, you're moving. So, suyiratil jibal, mountains will be set in motion. 
they're moved. And if they're moved from their places, what does it mean? They're broken. They'll be blown away. They will be removed. سُيِّرَتِ الْجِبَالُ فَكَانَتْ سَرَابًا So if the mountains are removed from their places, فَكَانَتْ So they will be سَرَابًا A mirage. What is a mirage? In the distance, what do you see? What do you see? Water. But as you come close, what do you see? No water. It's empty. This is how the mountains will be that day. That yes, they, they were there. But on that day, gone. They will disappear. They'll be gone. Just as from far, you see a pool of water, but as you come close, it disappears. And you rub your eyes wondering, I just saw that. That water was right here. Where did it go? It just disappeared. And the mountains will completely disappear on the day of judgment. No sight of them. No sign of them. You could go all over the earth. North, south, east, west, wherever. But you will not see a single mountain there. If you cannot see a single mountain, what else then can you see? If the mountains cannot survive that day, then what can survive? فَكَانَتْ سَرَابًا This earth will be finished. Finished. It won't be as we see it today. All these beautiful houses and the beautiful buildings and the shopping malls and the places that we love to go to. We love to spend our time in. We spend our money. This is what we dream about. We wish for. We spend hours in. All of that on the Day of Judgment, finished. No sign of them. No sign. فَكَانَتْ saraba. But what is it that will be there in front of people's eyes that they will see? It is Jahannam. But it is Jahannam that we forget today. That we don't think about. That we don't worry about. إِنَّ جَهَنَّمَ كَانَتْ mirsada. Mountains, famous bridges, whatever famous places we go on, we feel so proud about it. But on the Day of Judgment, they will be gone. But there is one bridge that all of us have to go on. And it is the bridge over hell. And hell, Allah says, كَانَتْ mirsada. It has been as mirsad. What is mirsad? That which is lying in wait. You see mirsad, ra, sad, dal. Rasada is to lie in wait for something. Like an animal, sitting, waiting for the prey to come close. And as it comes close, what does it do? Leaps out, jumps, catches it. Jahannam, kanat mirsada, it has been lying in wait. Waiting all this time. That when is it that those who are to enter it will come near it so it will catch them. It will take them in. Everyone has to pass over hell. Every single one of us. As Allah says, وَإِمْ مِنْكُمْ إِلَّا وَارِدُهَا There is none among you except that he has to arrive at it. Some will fall right in and some will cross the bridge. And those who cross the bridge, some will fall from it, and some will manage to pass. Inna jahannama kanat mirsada. Just imagine a hunter. 
or an enemy hiding and sitting in wait, watching that as soon as the prey comes within reach, it attacks. This is how Jahannam has been waiting. Imagine Jahannam blazing beneath. Above Jahannam, a bridge. And Jahannam is watching people one after the other. That who is it that I have to catch? Who is it that I have to seize? Who is it that I have to pull down? Inna Jahannam kanat mirsada littaghina ma'aba I want you to think about this. Mirsad. Have you ever felt like, felt afraid because somebody is watching you? Maybe from the corner of your eye you can feel that this person behind you in the store is just constantly watching you. So you become nervous. You get afraid that they might say something or do something that might hurt me. And especially with the current atmosphere, we are even more cautious. And with your hijab, maybe you're even more cautious, more afraid that somebody might say something or do something that will hurt you. Jahannam is looking out. Jahannam is lying in wait. Are we afraid of Jahannam? Are we? Inna jahannam kanat mirsada. Bring to mind the picture of a frightening, scary animal with its sharp teeth and scary eyes staring at you, waiting to leap at you, what would you do? Would you ever be passive? What would you do? You would do something to save yourself. And this is what the Prophet ﷺ told his family, save yourselves. This is what Allah tells us in the Qur'an, قُوْ أَنفُسَكُمْ وَأَهْلِيكُمْ nara. Save yourselves and your families from the fire. This is real. Don't forget this reality. Inna jahannama kanat mirsada ma'aba. For the taghin, for the transgressors, it is ma'ab. It is a place of return, a place where they will end up in. This is where they belong. Taghin. Who are taghin? What is Tughiyan, tagha, to rebel. The limit that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has set for His servant. The limit that Allah has set for every single one of us. Tughiyan is to overstep that limit, to not care about the boundaries. So those who don't care about these boundaries that Allah has set, لِلطَّغِينَ ma'aba. It is a ma'ab for them, an abode, a destination where they will end up in and remain forever. And you see a rebellious person. When is it that we call someone rebellious? When they don't listen, they don't obey, they don't care. And how proudly people say, oh I don't care about religion, I don't care about halal and haram, I don't care about what's fard and what's wrong and what's prohibited, who cares? This who cares attitude, this is taghin. لِلطَّاغِينَ مَآبًا لَابِثِينَ فِيهَا أَحْقَابًا لَابِثِينَ Wants to remain. Meaning, the طَاغِينَ will remain in hell, fiha in it. For how long? أَحْقَابًا For ages. أَحْقَاب is the plural of حُقُب حَقَافْبًا حقب. 
And حُقُب is used for a period of time whose length is 80 years. So what is one حُقُب? What is one حُقُب? 80 years. And here, how many حُقُب are mentioned? Just the plural form is mentioned, أَحْقَاب. Meaning as one حُقُب will end, another will begin. And another will begin. And another will begin. لَابِثِينَ فِيهَا أَحْقَابًا For unending ages. At-Tabari, he has recorded in his tafsir that Ali radiallahu anhu said that we know حُقُب as 80 years. Each year having 12 months. And each month having 30 days. And each day like a thousand years. Each day, like a thousand years. Because وَإِنَّ يَوْمًا عِنْدَ رَبِّكَ كَأَلْفِ سَنَةٍ One day near your Lord is like a thousand years. In Surah Hajj, Ayah 47. Abu Hurairah radiallahu anhu said that الْحِقْبُ ثَمَانُونَ سَنَةٍ One حِقْب is 80 years. And the year has 360 days. Each day like a thousand years. And there is many other narrations, all of which tell us that each day is like a thousand years. لَابِثِينَ فِيهَا أَحْقَابًا They will remain in it for how long? How long? Forever. This is a very different way of saying forever. As one hiqab will end, another will begin. You see, the Yahud, they said, وَقَالُوا لَن تَمَسَّنَ النَّارُ إِلَّا We'll only be in hell for a few days. It's okay, we'll manage. Really? One day is like a thousand years. You think you can manage? You think you can survive? Have you ever managed a burn for one week? For three days? A small burn. Very slight one. Maybe somewhere on your arm or on your hand. Very minor. And you see it on your hand for how long? For weeks, for months. And it hurts. It burns. That burning sensation never really goes away. لا بثين فيها أحقابا. Even a day in hell is difficult. Something that we cannot imagine. Something that we cannot fully comprehend here. Because every pain in this world, every hurt, it has a limit to it, right? Meaning, if anything, a person will die. And we think death is relief. Hopefully, inshallah, this is what we should hope for. That death should bring us relief. But for some it's not. So even if a person were to die out of extreme pain, that's what? After how long? Maybe suffering for three days, maybe suffering for one year, maybe suffering for three years. But those three years, if you see someone suffering with constant pain, it's so difficult to even look at. So difficult. Many women have been through the pain of childbirth. How is that pain? You feel like you're gonna die. Really, you feel like you're gonna die. That's it. Imagine. A pain so severe 
That's not just for an hour or two. That's not just for a day or two. Ahqab. We don't understand hell as it really is. We don't fear hell the way we should. We don't believe in it the way we should. Allah warns us again and again. We read, we pass, we ignore, we forget. لا بثين فيها أحقابا لا يذوقون فيها They will not taste in hell بردن Any coolness ولا شرابا Nor any drink They will not taste in hell Not experience in hell Any coolness or any drink Nothing that would cool their skins and nothing that would quench their thirst. So they will always be hot and burning and always thirsty. إِلَّا حَمِيمًا وَغَسَّاقًا Except for Hamim, boiling hot water and غَسَّاق Foul perulence. This is the only thing that they will experience in hell. Hamim. What is Hamim? Boiling hot water that we protect ourselves from in this world, that we're so careful about. Hamim, that will burn their faces and cut up their insides. Ghassaq, foul perulence. What is ghassaq? One opinion is that it is the excretions, dirty excretion from the wounds, sadid of the people of the fire. Just imagine. Have you ever seen a dirty wound? Maybe somebody else's dirty wound, you can't see it. But your own, and the dirty excretions that are coming out, the blood and the pus and stuff that's oozing out. And imagine if it's been sitting for long. Imagine its smell. Imagine its appearance. Imagine its taste. إِلَّا حَمِيمًا وَغَسَّاقًا Some have said غَسَّاق is something extremely cold. So on the one hand, extremely hot water. And on the other hand, something extremely bitter cold. This severe punishment? For this long? Why? Why? For what? جَزَاءً وِفَاقًا جَزَاءً as a recompense that is وِفَاق that is appropriate. Wifaq from wafaqaf is that which is in perfect conformity with the other. Perfect conformity. Perfectly suited. Most appropriate. Sometimes you buy something and you say, oh wow, I got such a good deal. Such good quality, so much amount, such great quantity for such little money. You're almost shocked. Sometimes it's the other way. That something that's really cheap costs too much money. And sometimes you get something, you pay for it, and what do you say? It was a right price. You get what you pay for. Right? When do you say things like that? When the price matches the quality of what you have purchased. The cost, it matches it. It's fair. You understand? Because it matches, you say it's fair. And if it doesn't match, there's imbalance over there, you say it's not fair. Jaza'an wifaqa, Allah says, this recompense is 100% fair. Because 
it is in perfect conformity with what they have done. In Surah Shura, Ayah 40, Allah says, وَجَزَاءُ سَيِّئَةٍ سَيِّئَةٌ مِثْلُهَا The recompense for an evil is an evil just like it. Meaning, when Allah punishes, then that punishment is according to the crime. It's not unfair. Jaza'an wifaqa, what does it mean? That the people who will suffer this punishment, it's because they did something which brought this punishment upon them. Because wala yadlimu rabbuka ahada. Your Lord, He does not wrong anybody. Walakin anfusahum yadlimun. People wrong themselves. So this endless punishment, this severe, horrible punishment, why? Wifaqa. It's because of what they have done. It perfectly matches the crimes that they committed. They are fully deserving of it. Well, what are those crimes? Because in Nahum, Allah tells us about the crimes. Firstly, in Nahum kanu la yarjuna hisaba. Indeed, these people, la yarjuna, they did not expect hisaba, any account. They didn't expect that they would be held accountable. They didn't expect it. I have a question for you. When you attend a class, and you know that you will be tested on certain material, what is your attitude with that class? As opposed to attending a class knowing that there is no test at the end. Is there a difference? Is there? Yes. When you know that you will be tested on certain material, you take it seriously. You pay attention to the words. You pay attention to the details. You don't just memorize. You try to understand. You try to remember. You keep it in your mind. You're conscious about it. But when you're not expecting any test, why would you even bother to attend that class? Doesn't that happen? So, la yarjuna hisaba. This is a reason behind many, many sins. When a person does not expect that he will be held accountable, then what does he do? What does he do? He does whatever he pleases. He crosses many limits. Because he doesn't have any boundaries for himself. When you know that there is hisab, you put boundaries for yourself. Isn't it? When you know you're going to be asked about what you did in each hour, how much work you got done, then what do you do? You're careful about how much time you're spending checking your phone. You're careful about how much time you're taking on your break because you're more concerned about the work. But if you work at a place where it's all that matters is you come at 9 and you leave at 5, then what happens? How do people work? They go to their workplace, 50% of the time goes in what? On what? Email, social media, reading this, watching one video after another. They don't take their work seriously because they don't have hisab. لا يرجون حسابا This is something very dangerous. And if you think about it, Many times when a person does something wrong, why does he do it? Because he thinks it's okay. Don't worry. He won't be asked about it. Who knows whether the day of judgment is even going to come. 
And when it comes, you know what? I've said La ilaha illallah. I'm a Muslim. I have so many other good deeds. لا يرجون حسابا وكذبوا بآياتنا كذابا And you see, when a person does not fear the day of judgment, he does not have this realization that I will be asked about my actions, then he commits many injustices also against human life, people's property, people's honor. They commit great crimes. So many that they forget. How casually people lie. You know, we think sometimes, we wonder, as Muslims even, that why is the punishment of hell so severe? And why is it eternal? This is the crime. The crime is not just, oh, I don't believe. It's much more than that. This idea, I don't believe in the day of judgment, this is a root cause of many, many crimes. This allows a person to lie, to cheat, This allows a person to do whatever he pleases. One of the things that was narrated from the wisdom is what? That, إِذَا لَمْ تَسْتَحِي فَاصْنَعْ مَا شِئْتَ When you do not have any shyness, then do whatever you wish. This is the root cause. إِنَّهُمْ كَانُوا لَا يَرْجُونَ حِسَابًا وَكَذَّبُوا بِآيَاتِنَا كِذَّابًا Another crime. They denied our verses. How? Kidaba with absolute denial, emphatic denial. They didn't just casually deny, oh I don't believe, I'm not interested, thank you very much. No. Kidaba vehemently, severely, emphatically, absolutely, totally they denied Allah's ayat. And ayat, clear signs, clear proofs, so evident, but they denied them. And these are the only two crimes that are mentioned over here. Because these two are the root cause of many, many crimes. وَكُلَّ شَيْءٍ أَحْصَيْنَاهُ كِتَابًا وَكُلَّ شَيْءٍ and everything, whether little or a lot, good or evil, everything they did, أَحْصَيْنَاهُ we enumerated it. Where? كِتَابًا in writing. We enumerated it. We listed it by counting it. How? In writing. And now they are being recompensed for it. They're not being punished for crimes they did not do. No, there is written proof of the crimes that they committed. Kitaba, it's written. And now they're being recompensed for it on the Day of Judgment. وَكُلَّ شَيْءٍ أَحْصَيْنَاهُ كِتَابًا In Surah Kahf ayah 49, Allah says, وَوُضِعَ الْكِتَابُ فَتَرَ الْمُجْرِمِينَ مُشْفِقِينَ The book of deeds will be set up and you would see the criminals afraid. مِمَّا فِيهِ Of that which is in that book. وَيَقُولُونَ And they will say, يَا وَيْلَتَنَا مَا لِهَذَا الْكِتَابِ What is wrong with this book? لَا يُغَادِرُ الصَّغِيرَةً وَلَا كَبِيرَةً This book has not left out anything small or anything big, except that it's written at all. وَوَجَدُوا مَا عَمِلُوا حَاضِرًا They will find whatever they have done present in front of themselves, in the book of deeds. Everything counted, everything listed. So easily sometimes we say things and we forget about them. But remember, just because we forgot about them, 
Or just because now it's the next day, doesn't mean they're finished. No, they're written. Sometimes we lie. Sometimes we backbite. And every word is written. Every lie is recorded. Maybe people whom we are lying to don't know the truth. They don't. But we lied. And that lie is written. كُلَّ شَيْءٍ أَحْصَيْنَاهُ kitaba. In a hadith we learn that on the day of judgment, before all of mankind, Allah will bring forth a man from the ummah of the Prophet ﷺ. Meaning he will be called for his hisab. And then, 99 scrolls will be placed before him. What are these scrolls? His deeds. Each of which will be as long as the sight can reach. How big is each scroll? How big is each scroll? As far as the sight can reach. Just imagine. And in each scroll, what is listed? The deeds of this person. And which deeds? His sins. Allah will ask that man, Do you deny any of this? These 99 scrolls that are full of your sins, these scrolls that are so huge, these pages that are so big, that they're as big as far as you can see, do you deny any action that's written over here? And the man will say no. Allah will ask, Did my angels wrong you? Were they unfair to you that they wrote something you didn't do? And the man will say no. Because how can he deny? There is written proof. There is written evidence of what he has done. وَكُلَّ شَيْءٍ أَحْصَيْنَاهُ kitaba. In another hadith we learn that Allah the Exalted says, O oh my servants, it is your deeds that I record for you, I will hold you accountable for, and then recompense you for. So he who finds good, let him praise Allah. Meaning when you realize that you have done something good, inshaAllah, then what should you do? Praise Allah for it. Thank Him for it. And he who finds other than that, when you realize you've done something wrong, it's written, then let him not blame anyone but himself. Take responsibility of what you have done. Don't blame others. Oh, my husband's like this. Oh, my friends are like that. My family's like this. What do I do? My heart is just like that. My family situation is like that. No, stop blaming. Stop blaming others. Take responsibility for yourself. Because it's your deeds that are being recorded. It's your deeds for which you will be held accountable for. Take care of yourself. Worry about yourself. You know like people tell you, you need time to take care of yourself. You need a break. You need to go and get a facial. You need to go get some sleep. You need to take this. You need to do that. Sometimes tell yourself also. Please take care of yourself. You worry about your children. You worry about your family. You worry about your friends. Worry about yourself also. And I don't mean worry about your sleep and worry about your clothes. Because that'll get done. Worry about your book of deeds. 
What is being written in it every day? What did you do all day? What did you accomplish? What did you fail in? It's being recorded. You'll see it before your eyes on the day of judgment. What do you want to see? وَكُلَّ شَيْءٍ أَحْصَيْنَاهُ كِتَابًا In Surah Al-Anbiya, Ayah 47, Allah says, وَنَضَعُ الْمَوَازِينَ الْقِسْطَ لِيَوْمِ الْقِيَامَةِ We will set up the scales of justice on the day of judgment. فَلَا تُظْلَمُ نَفْسٌ شَيْئًا So no person will be wronged regarding anything at all. وَإِن كَانَ مِثْقَالَ حَبَّةٍ مِّنْ خَرْدَلٍ أَتَيْنَا بِهَا And even if there is something as small as a mustard seed, mustard seed, a tiny lie, a tiny ill feeling, whatever it is, أَتَيْنَا بِهَا We will bring it to surface. وَكَفَى بِنَا حَاسِبِينَ And Allah is sufficient as one who will take account. وَكُلَّ شَيْءٍ أَحْصَيْنَاهُ كِتَابًا فَذُوقُوا So taste. Now taste the penalty for what you did, for what you brought upon yourself. Taste it. فَلَنْ نَزِيدَكُمْ إِلَّا عَذَابًا فَلَنْ So never نَزِيدَكُمْ We will increase you إِلَّا عَذَابًا Except in punishment. Meaning the only thing that will increase for the people in hell is what? What is it? It's punishment. So the punishment of hell is ever increasing. Never reducing. Never decreasing. Recitation. إِنَّ يَوْمَ الْفَصْلِ كَانَ مِيقَاتًا يَوْمَ يُنْفَخُ فِي الصُّورِ فَتَأْتُونَ أَفْوَاجًا وَفُتِحَتِ السَّمَاءُ فَكَانَتْ أَبْوَابًا وَسُيِّرَتِ الْجِبَالُ فَكَانَتْ سَرَابًا إِنَّ جَهَنَّمَ كَانَتْ مِرْصَادًا لِلطَّاغِينَ مَآبًا لابثين فيها أحقابا لا يذوقون فيها بردا ولا شرابا إلا حميما وغساقا جزاء وفاقا إنهم كانوا لا يرجون حسابا وَكَذَّبُوا بِآيَاتِنَا كِذَّابًا وَكُلَّ شَيْءٍ أَحْصَيْنَاهُ كِتَابًا فَذُوقُوا فَلَنَّ نَزِيدَكُمْ إِلَّا عَذَابًا 